Welcome to the only podcast that shares the astronomical and mathematical positions of the heavenly bodies. This is Sky Astrology. No, not astrology. This is Sky Astrology via astronomy. Hey, welcome to episode 319 of Where the Heavenly Bodies Are. This is your host, aka Cloudette, because I love clouds and looking up. And when I looked up last night, I saw this big fat twinkling star and I was like, wow, is that an airplane? What is it? And I used my Skyview app and when I pointed from my bed, I could see that it was Jupiter and Saturn so close together it looked like one big fat star. So it is true that Saturn is at zero degrees of Capricorn ready to go back into the space of Sagittarius and Jupiter is at 28 degrees Sagittarius but what you can't see because Pluto is too far away is Pluto is also sharing that space so actually Pluto is closer to Jupiter literally by a half a degree but um yeah even though it looks like from our view that Jupiter and Saturn are one or like they kind of look like you know, like a shape. So they're not totally close. They're actually um, five, five degrees apart. But, you know, because of our viewpoint, they're going to look like that. So, yeah. So what's happening today? Really important. Venus and Neptune are stationary on the same day. Neptune is at the end of Aquarius you know, really going into the space of Pisces, but it's going to go retrograde. So it's standing still now before it goes retrograde. Venus, on the other hand, is at home in Taurus, has been retrograde and is about to go straight tomorrow. Isn't that amazing? So on this day, think first or know first that Venus and Neptune are having the true and closest and strongest energies because of that's the effect of retrograde and especially of stationary. Neptune is connected with um, images, film, TV, photography, also things you don't know, um, idealistic ideas, things that aren't clear, because it's about the image, not about what it really is. That's why it's connected to dreams as well. I've been having some crazy dreams. And I said that, you know, would be having some crazy realistic dreams that I actually remember that are speaking to me. So I should take my own advice, write them down. Maybe I will. Okay, so what does Venus mean? And also, I think it's very strong because... This is the part of the sky called the sea where Neptune is. And so it's a very intuitive energy as well. Very, very intuitive, very, very highly spiritual. And again, asking us to, you know, take the high road, think positive and but be aware that a little 
that all is not as it seems, okay? Then we have Venus, who has been, you know, kind of hidden, they say, because it's been, it was moving before with the sun in its own home. But, you know, there's nothing um, that would say that it's good or bad. I don't like to give the connotation. But what I will say is because Venus is at home in Taurus, it has a strength there, has an awareness there, you could say. And with this awareness of, you know, again, striving for harmony, which didn't like work out so well (laughs) during this last month with everything. But you know what? It did open up a discussion. So something good came out of, you know, this chaotic, um, you know, this Black Lives Matter and the killing and all this crazy stuff that's been happening to to us in a way people have taken it and turned it around and you know made it taken and made something good out of it and that's the effect i believe of venus on this earth plane because taurus is connected to earth taurus is you know strong stubborn and it has an agenda it has you know something that it wants to manifest yeah and at the same time Venus is there coming from a place of Libra as well as Taurus because it kind of Libra is like for me the higher version because it's air and it's not material and um, the Venus connection to Taurus is kind of like the lower version like obsessed with material gain and you know um, security and that's all well and good and money and things like that and beauty for the sake of having possessions but you know, we got to see during this time what kind of value that has and, you know, peace of mind and higher uh, values of Venus that are about the harmony of the earth and the people in it, yeah, is, of course, everlasting and more important and more rewarding than the material stuff that is killing us, Mother Nature and overflood. I'm sitting in the middle of something like that now because I'm leaving my studio and I've got all this stuff to get rid of and I'm not going to dump it anywhere. So I have to find places to give it to. So if you know some kind of workshops or something, hit me up and let me know because I want to give it to them. And um, it makes it easier for me. Now I have to do all the legwork. Okay. Another thing is, so yeah, so this is a day to be aware of also your dreams, what your aspirations are on the higher plane, more the spiritual realm, and how that can bring harmony in your life. And remember this, these, you know, kind of feelings that you get are you know, kind of sudden thought processes about that on this day. Because tomorrow, Venus will not be stationary. It will be going direct again. So it'll be like, you had that time to learn all the lessons and information, get this information during during the Venus retrograde. And now it's going to slowly go forward and it's going to leave its home, but not right away. 
before it leaves its home, actually, it will, what will it do? No, it's not going to do anything before it leaves its home. It's just going to go right on out because everybody's gone out of Taurus. The sun is out of Taurus. Mercury's out of Taurus. So Venus is the last to leave that the space, which is also a good thing. So we want to leave it in a good way. Actually, it's going to go over Orion, which is interesting because a lot of the things that happen on New Moon will still continue for the next six months. So I like to keep that in my awareness so that I know. And a lot of things are going to happen in the next week or so if the calculations are correct. Anyway, without further ado, it's where the heavenly bodies are. And if you want to know, if you are a student of mine and you have a uh, sky chart and I haven't updated you, and you share and you go to the website or you subscribe to the channel hit me up because I want to make an updated uh, sky location I mean a sky chart for you where uh, you will know the degrees of where your houses are starting all around the chart because this is why I am doing the podcast more often to give you these um positions so that you can plot them along your sky chart okay so i'm back and i decided to do the time of 222 that is 1422 gmt time 1522 france time and germany time it is 11.22 New York City time. No, that's a lie. It is <laughs> 9.22 New York City time on the 24th, 2020. And then that's 3 from the... It's 6.22 California time to start their day where most of my students are. Thank you. I'm so grateful for you. Thank you for listening. And I put France in there because I have a very special student who is cheering me on and she is in France so those are the times for that now I don't do the ascendant anymore because the ascendant is just for the UK so if I know that somebody from the UK is listening I will do it so you have to shout out to me feel free to go to the iTunes especially if you listen if you have iTunes podcast as an app on your phone Please go there. Just put in Sky Astrology. You'll see me. I'm the only one. Subscribe. And if you have a moment and you've listened to before, please rate this podcast. So without any further ado, what's going on? What is going on is we have our moon in Cancer today. It went home yesterday. Right? And now it is at 15 degrees of cancer and cancer has only 20 degrees of the ecliptic path so when it reaches 20 it will be moving on to the leo constellation and you can see that with the sky view app and you should see the crescent moon tonight and then you can see it's a really good time to collaborate your uh sky view app because it's really difficult to do it when you're staring at the sun 
but with a crescent moon on a clear sky, you can collaborate the moon on the app to the crescent moon and then hit the screen to save it. You might have to do it again. I don't know, mine falls out all the time, but this is how you do it so you can know at any time where the heavenly bodies are, okay? So yeah, our moon has been at home in Cancer. As I said before, Venus and Neptune are standing still. Venus is at home as well in Taurus, which is good. Mercury is at home as well in Gemini, which is very good. <laughs> so the only one that's not comfortable is Mars in Pisces. Yeah. So it's totally different energy. Mars and Pisces and Neptune. And the thing is that it was close to Neptune and it's moving away from that, which could be a good thing. So next we have, of course, Mercury that is retrograde like Venus has been, but it's just started to go retrograde and we'll be doing that just until July 11th or 12th as you want to say 11th or maybe 10th because they will stand still and people say retrograde they don't distinguish between the stationary time and the standing still time unfortunately anyway i will carry on our sun is just coming into the space of gemini it's only at three degrees but it will be meeting up with Mercury again sometime soon in the next 10 days for sure. Then we have uh, our North Node, which played a big part in this last new moon at Betelgeuse, Betelgeuse, we want to call it that. And that is at 35 degrees, where exactly the star of Orion is in alignment to that point of our ecliptic path. Then we have Venus, which I talked about before, that is standing still at 11 degrees. 11 is a master number. One of the reasons I picked 22. Actually, in London at this time, 22 degrees of Virgo is rising, and there's 44 degrees total in Virgo, which means it's exactly the midpoint of Virgo that's rising. That's why these things are so mathematic and I'm mathematical and I love this. Then we have our Uranus, which is mathematically in Aries, but actually it can be seen in the constellation of Satus. And if you know me, I do talk about Satus and where I discovered thanks to inthesky.org that Eris planet 10 is there in the constellation of Satus which is um, very much a part of our reality. Next, we have the Chiron, which I'm hoping will not go retrograde before it hits my 18 degrees Jupiter in the second house. If you speak <laughs> the lingo, you'll know why. It's at 17 degrees now. And Mars is at the beginning of, uh, at the beginning of Pisces, but it will come in contact with Satus soon because that's what happens. There's a little bit of space that Pisces has on its own and then Satus starts to align with it and 
<laughs> it's kind of like the, the reason Satis is kind of the sea dragon because it has some aspects of fire that are in the belly, you know, inside and, you know, lets it out. But maybe with Mars, it might be prone to let it out a bit more and really demonstrate the fire because what's happening now, a lot of the energy or a lot of people reason of fighting are passionate about things because of injustice and because they sense there's something spiritually wrong and you know you know practically wrong with how we live our lives here whether it's race relations or so-called race relations or alien race relations or mother earth health or the treatment of children trafficking all of these really evil things don't forget that this is not uh, you know we're not living in la la land unfortunately and we have to put ourselves in the place of people who are actually maybe suffering right now especially children who have no one to help them and who are being abused by those who know better adults for whatever purpose even those next door to you in your house next door where is our humanity so that's why the sea dragon spits fire because it knows intuitively with the water part of itself with its tail of a fish of the waters remembering and with its claws on the shore, on the land, and its belly on the land, it knows that when there is injustice and it spits the fire and it's speaking because it wants to protect. And that is us. We need to speak out to protect. Keep the conversation going. Mars will make sure you do that. No worries. It's on its way to say to and it's at five degrees today and Satis and Pisces is a very long track and Mars doesn't move quick and you know what it's gonna go retrograde before it gets out of Pisces so hold on sit tight and we have Neptune which I mentioned before standing still some people will say it's retrograde it is not retrograde it is not moving it can, you know, it's at the 23 degrees and 11 arch minutes. It's like the time 11-11. And Venus is at 11. This is the beauty of this. 11. This is a master. This is really... Look up Venus and Neptune. I wonder, are they having a cons any kind of connection? No, but I'd be curious to see how many degrees apart they are they're not that far apart actually 36 24 11 36 oh 36 and 36 is 72 that is a that is a small aspect actually like a 72 degrees apart it is a mathematical aspect so they are exchanging energy and standing still so they can do it even better. 
Okay, let's get to the last bit that you can see in the sky at night. It is our Saturn, all the retrograde energies at zero degrees, Jupiter retrograde at 28 degrees, Pluto retrograde at 27 degrees. And last but not least, our south node, also known as K2, at 2 degrees Sagittarius, which is where the galactic center is. That's why we're living in, like, funky galactic, out of your mind, post and beyond 1984 times, okay? If you don't believe your eyes, you know, what else can I say? Yeah. I'm not going to say anything else. I'm going to say goodbye. Take care of yourselves. Lots of love from me. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you. And I'll be back tomorrow. I will be putting right now because I do forget and call me out if I do. Oh, I need to put my charger in. Um, to my computer. If I do, is that when our moon will be leaving the watery house that it's in. And move into the fire. Mm. Be interesting. The change. It takes a little while because things just don't jump. It's about the journey. So here, uh, you know, enjoy Venus. I mean, sorry. The moon in Cancer. What makes you comfortable? How can you make others comfortable? How, what do you really need? You know, instinctively to feel good about who you are for your soul who is what your soul is not who you are as a job or um you know to somebody else but who are you who are you who, who? i really want to know i'm in a funny mood today okay i gotta go bye